podcast we're back for the second episode of the new season i guess you could call it we got finder with me today finder how are you you know man living every day living every day in this fucking world weird world we live in you know it is Uh, a weird world let me ask you very quickly how is your corona 2020 going so far uh corona 2020 is uh it's going man it's um you know, staying busy, worth work, uh, but, um, you know, miss being able to see people. It sucks not being able yeah. to uh, have the, you know, social interaction. So I've been drinking a lot of beer, to be honest, been drinking a lot of beer. I'm drinking beer right now. Goose Island, yeah. man. They have really cheap Goose Island at the convenience stores out here. You can buy like four for ten bucks of the Tall Boys. It's pretty good. Wow. Wow. I've been drinking a lot of Colorado beer, obviously, since I'm in Colorado. But last night I've been drinking Breckenridge uh, Vanilla Porter, which was really nice. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it was but... really nice. Let's get to the meat of the material, which is the rookie drafts that we just had, mainly for DOD. Let's dive right into it. Let me ask you, what pick did you have? It looks like you had the one, the eighth, one eighth eight, pick in the first eight, round. Yeah, yeah I did. and describe to me. I'll I'll give it away for the listeners. You ended up with Justin Jefferson. Was that who you were hoping to get? Describe no, no. how the draft fell who, and how do you feel about your pick? Uh, it was not who I wanted to get. I really, uh, really wanted to get Cam, Cam Akers. And uh, he was drafted, I think, one spot ahead of me. Yep, um, he was. And it looks like it was Matt. The, yeah, it was. It was Matt. The new guy the new in guy. the league. That's yep. an interesting pick. Tell me why you wanted Cam Akers. And then tell me why you went with Justin Jefferson ahead of some of the other options that or rugs, for example. Um. Well, I went Justin Jefferson. I I wanted Cam because I need running backs. I mean, my top running back right now is James Conner and Matt Breida, and I don't think any yeah. of them are really. Um, I thought my I team sucked. Oh man, I I don't know. I I'm I'm not feeling too hot about it, but. I mean, he was best available. He was the best available player in the draft at that time. So when Cam went off the board, uh, I I wasn't. Um, I, I was I was kind of in a panic and uh, <laughs> picked picked best available at the at the time. So uh, I don't think Rugg, I think Rugs' situation in in Las Vegas. God, it's fucking weird saying that. Um, I think his situation in Las Vegas is unknown. Um, whether he's going to have Mariota or uh, Derek Carr thrown to him, I I don't trust really either of those quarterbacks. And didn't they pick up a third quarterback? Um, I don't know if they picked up a third quarterback, but they do have Mariota there. That is an interesting pick because I did see some mocks or actual results of these expert drafts that had Henry Ruggs, third wide receiver, off the board. Sometimes 
going like six, I guess if it was PPR. But a lot of them that I saw had Henry Ruggs dropping behind Jefferson, even Jalen Rager, sometimes down to the fourth or fifth wide receiver. I get it. But by the end of all these drafts that I did, look, you had Ruggs going in our super flex at the fifth pick in the second round. Here he was all the way back at the 12th pick to Lummy. Mm-hmm. I think the hate probably is overboard at this point. And I think whoever's getting Henry Ruggs at the end of the first or a lot of times in the second round, if it's super flex or something like that, I think they're going to be pretty happy with that. Uh, I, think, he, I think it's Stu took uh, Denzel – or no – it wasn't Stu's pick. It was Tui. He took Denzel Mims over Henry Ruggs. I like Mims. I like him going out on a limb like that. But Lummy's got to be happy with Ruggs dropping that far to him. I think so. I think. I think. Uh, I think it's you know it. It's a rookie draft. I mean, it's a short. You know, only four rounds. Uh, but uh, I was you know what really impressed me the most about this draft, if we can, uh, was was the amount of movement. And we'll get to that in a minute, but I, I really love that this draft had so much, so much movement in terms of um, player trades and pick swaps, and it, it was awesome, man. I'm, I'm really happy to see that. So really happy to be part of the league and and see that happen. So let, let's continue, keep going through the, the draft, though, for sure. Yeah, before we get into the running backs, which I do want to talk about and give my viewpoint on the running backs in this draft i want to talk about the wide receivers a little bit more at the top of the draft you had jamal and he had the number two and three pick the number two pick actually was from me so that's something i wanted to touch on for a minute he traded me that for kenny galladay and a third rounder so if I quickly look, my third rounder probably ended up being there down at 3.3, and I took Brian Edwards, the mm-hmm. wide receiver out of Las Vegas. So I basically have Kenny Galladay and Brian Edward, Edwards sorry, instead of Jerry Judy. I'm pretty happy with that. I like Jerry Judy, but I think I'd take Kenny Galladay over him straight up much less getting Brian Edwards tossed in there. Uh, I I like Judy a lot, man. I, I really do like Judy a lot. I think um, he's got a real great opportunity with Drew Locke in, in Denver. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some homer pick there uh, with me For living sure. in Denver. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely uh, – I, I, it's. I mean, I've I've seen Judy go really high in a, in a lot of fantasy drafts. He's going to be. Um, they're saying he's going to be an a, an immediate contributor um, to that Denver team, and I think um, I think it it's a. Uh, I think you still got value though. I think you got really great value for Galladay, and and you got a. You said you got another pick out of. Out of yeah, Galladay? I got the third rounder as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, then I think that's. I mean, there was some real talent left in the third round, and I think that's going to be my surprise pick. Or, or the pick that I really regret not making. We'll get to that in a second. But I think the, the big um, pick that uh, – I mean, if you want to keep talking about the running backs, I think the, the biggest sleeper um, was in the third round um, with Lynn Bowden. 
Um, what a sleeper pick. And I, I kind of, I was going to wait for him in the fourth round, but uh, Matt scooped him up um, in the third, literally the pick right before me again. And um, God damn it. This fucking guy is like, it's a, uh, it's a real, real, um, he, he's got a, he's got a good draft, man. He knows how to draft well. He knows really how to draft well. <laughs> He'll like to hear that. No, Lynn Bowden has been shooting up there. I think he's a little bit lucky that he dropped to him that far. I think if you were expecting to get in the fourth, that's kind of silly. It was a super flex slow draft, and it was today or yesterday that I'm in, and he went in the early of the third. So with super flex, everyone should be even a little bit later because the quarterbacks are going early. Yep. And so, yeah, I was kind of hoping that he dropped to me at – 3.4 3.4 and he went 3-1 or something like that so he's wow. been shooting up there i saw him in a couple top 20 lists and he seems like a guy that has a high ceiling high potential i like that pick definitely uh, if you look at the picks that went right before eno benjamin tyler johnson van jefferson nah give me bowden 100 percent well, I I made the the Eno Johnson pick, and that's where I kind Eno of Benjamin, Eno Benjamin, or whatever. Yeah, I regret making that pick. I, I should that have taken. was a mistake. I would say yeah, Eno Benjamin could end up doing something if Drake gets hurt or they don't resign him. But I don't think he's that sensational of a running back. No, I don't. I I I don't think so either. I think I made a made a big mistake. Be honest with you. It's okay. We all do. Um, I don't. I. 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 Yeah. I think. Uh, I don't know. Who's your? I. I. I'm really surprised at how early. Um, Tua went. I didn't think Tua was going to go second, two, three. Be honest with you. I yeah, didn't, I didn't that was a little early, being a non-super flex. Um. One thing I did want to talk about the running backs. Lynn Bowden is a nice sleeper there in the third round. I definitely had J.K. Dobbins as the third running back in the draft. I had a top four. There were a couple drafts where I was like six or seven, and I wouldn't mind or I was hoping sometimes not so luckily that Swift or Dobbins would fall to me because I'll take either one. Those are my top four tier of running backs definitely, but I definitely have Dobbins over Swift. So Fuking guy, I think that's Justin. Yeah. I would have taken Dobbins and Bellio, who was the pick after him, got Dobbins. I like that. I mean, I mean, I think let's compare just those you, two, isn't it? Let's compare isn't just it? those two: Dobbins, Swift. They're both running backs. They're both talented. They got taken earlier. Who do you want? The running back on the Lions or on the Ravens? I really I think definitely it's want the Ravens running back for sure. It, definitely want exactly. the Ravens running back. I think there's a world out there where J.K. Dobbins is like the number one back in fantasy two or three years from now. Um, I mean, he's already being mentioned as rookie of the year. I mean, it's a. I think it's really early. I mean, we haven't even seen a practice yet with him in, in the league. But there, that MGM is saying that uh, he's the odds-on favorite to win rookie of the year over Ruggs, Rager, Jefferson. Um, I don't think he would be the odds-on favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Joe Burrow probably would be. 
They're saying Offensive Rookie of the Year, according to BetMGM.com. Even though he's going to be in a running back by committee. I'd go with Burrow, personally. But Dobbins would maybe be my second pick. Yeah, I, I We still have Mark Ingram, so... We can work them in slowly, but Mark Ingram is getting up there. That's why I said in two or three years, he could be fucking killing it. I I agree. I agree. Ingram's had a, yeah, and had I a probably, great run in Baltimore, so I would agree with that. Yeah, There's just lanes wide open over the place. And I'm not saying I would have taken him over CEH or Taylor. That's hard to do, but I would have been tempted. Very quickly, Judy or Lamb, it sounded like you're on Judy, right? I mean that Dallas Dallas offense is just absolutely insane right now. Um, I I I I would I would take Judy, but uh, I mean because uh, just because of that Twitter video, because they call him Jew, and, yeah. Uh, that that was phenomenal. Um, but this uh, this Dallas offense just looks f- ridiculous. Um, you know Amari and Zeke. And uh, I mean, it's it's wild, man. It's really it. I think it's a really good offense for for him to slot in as a number three. Uh, you know, start as a number three, a slot receiver, or uh, on the edge with um, Michael Gallup in the slot. And you know, he's got an opportunity to to really make um make an impact immediately. Hey, man. You're preaching to the choir or whatever they say because I think I'd take CeeDee Lamb over Judy even though there are a lot of mouths to feed in that Cowboys offense. I think sometimes that gets overrated as a negative thing. And, hey, that offense is going to be sick. That's a positive thing as well. There's going to be lots of targets, lots of yards. I think Dak was like third in attempts last year. There's going to be – points to go around um and i just think cd is super super talented from the little bit that i watched i would actually have taken cd lamb over judy i do want to give a shout out to jamal though because what he did was a kind of baller move in a ppr dynasty he traded up to get two and three and he just took them both that's that's a baller move yeah i mean it's he He's a smart GM. I'm gonna say he's he's got a. If I had to rate the uh, the um, the trade moves in the draft, I would say that that's a huge pickup. Like I think that's the number one trade in in the draft. Um, but I like I said, I really love uh, Matt taking or having three picks in a row or four picks in a no three picks in a row in the second round. Like that's yep. That's fucking beastly, man. Like that's and especially in a four round rookie draft, uh, dynasty where I mean, we don't see a ton of player movement during the season. Uh, so to be able to get you know three you know three picks in a row where um, you get a lot of value, and he I think he really shored up uh, this absolute dumpster fire of a team uh, that he got left with from Lucas, man. I, totally, I, I, and I really feel. I think he he's got a um, potential to uh, to actually make something happen. No, he did a great job. I'm not in love with the picks. Darrington Evans, okay. Anthony McFarland, okay. You're just taking late running backs at that point, hoping one of them hits. 
I would have taken Jordan Love over Justin Herbert. Just, that's just me, especially in his position where he's probably a year or two away from competing. I'm big on Jordan Love, and I'm not so high on Justin Herbert. And Jordan Love went the next pick. Mm. I'm not saying I hate his draft. I like what he did, but I think he might regret that later on. Well, I hope I hope you're right, man. Uh, I hope Justin Herbert sits on the bench for a while so I can at least get through uh, some of the season with uh, Tyrod if I need to. Um, but I, you have I Mahomes, spend, right? I do have Mahomes. Um, so you're not going to need Tyrod. I, well, I'm going to need Tyrod during a bye. That's one week. And Mahomes and Mahomes was hurt last year. He got hurt last year. I mean, not significantly, like, but he's still like Big Dick Mahomes, but. That means he got it out of his system, and he'll be completely healthy this year. I hope. I hope so. I mean, he—he's Mahomes is just a whole. Like I'm, I'm trying to think. When did I? I think I drafted him. Twenty nineteen. When did I get him? Oh, you drafted him right before I wanted to. I was definitely eyeing him in that draft. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, Any other picks you love in this draft? Anything that you just want to shout out? Any of the owners out um, there? The, I let me see. Hold on. Shout out to James getting Pittman last pick of the first round, one point fourteen. I like Pittman a lot, and I definitely prefer him to T Higgins, who went a pick later, and then Chenault. Chenault got taken over Ayuk. That was a little bit of a surprise, according to some of the rankings. Uh, Cam Akers, we can talk on him. I know you liked him because he went to FSU. You're an FSU guy. But I'm not so high on him. Part of me is kind of clinging to hope that Darrell Henderson, who Lufo hyped up so much, actually has something in him. Also... When I was reading a lot or listening to a lot about him, I didn't really watch any Cam Akers tape. But the knock on him or the – not the knock, but the excuse for him not doing that great at FSU was that their line sucked. Their line sucked. Yeah, their offensive line was brutally bad. Um, But, I mean, I think he's still won, uh, you know, an all-ACC nod. Um, And I think he's just going to – He's gonna eat carries, man. He's a fucking workhorse. I'm, I'm, I'm really sad that I didn't, I didn't have an opportunity. I mean, obviously Homer pick. Uh, I would have loved Cam. Um, I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna get any of the, like I knew I wasn't gonna get Ceh or or Swift or uh, Dobbins. So um, at one I seven, I would have had kind of uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, you're not getting Dobbins or Swift. So. Um, but you're right, man. I, you know, going back to whether I would want Dobbins or or Smith, I definitely would want Dobbins. I don't want to touch any any Lions player, even though I have Marvin Jones Jr. on my team. He's on the block, uh, trying to get rid of him. Okay. Hey, for everyone out there, he's on the block. Seriously, though, when is the last kind of really nice fantasy running back the Lions have had? on Johnson has done mediocre the past couple years can you name 
I'm I mean, struggling from a, I mean, from a, PP, from a PPR perspective, Theo Riddick wasn't bad. Okay, um, yeah. From a, from a PPR perspective, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he was, uh, you know, he wasn't the second coming of Barry Sanders here. But I mean, he, he was able to get you, you know, 10, 12 points a game. Um, no, Theo Riddick was useful, definitely. Yeah, good flex player. Um, but I, I mean, I can't think of a good. Yeah, I can't think of a, a really good Lions. Javad Best now. was a freaking bust. Yeah, Best bust. Um, I, yeah, I can't think of one. Like I'm, I'm having a real hard time thinking of anybody that would be, uh, um, other than Riddick in the last you know four or five years. I can't think of anybody. Yeah, yeah, they did have Barry Sanders though. So yeah, they did um, have Barry Sanders. QBs, Burrow went at the end of the first. Some people, I think someone in the chat shouted out, oh, that was too early. I disagree. I've spoken about Burrow. Love him. I think end of the first is perfect for him in a non-super flex. Tua went a little bit early. Um, Justin Herbert or Love, who would you rather have? I talked about that earlier. I said Love. Who are you going with? I'd probably go with Love too. It sounds like the GM in, in Green Bay or reads like the GM in Green Bay really loves him. It really, really uh, was a big push behind that pick. And uh, I mean, it probably signals the end for Rodgers. I mean, either this year or or next year. Um, I'd be trying to trade I think he's Rogers got two now. years left, I think. Uh, Rodgers? I'd be trying yeah. to trade him uh, next by – by the end of this year, beginning of next year. Okay, yeah, maybe they try and trade him. But I think worst case scenario, you wait two years and then you have the Green Bay quarterback. The writing is on the wall. It's not 50%, I mean, the same thing, it's not 70%. The same thing happened it's with, like, with Favre, though. They did the same thing with Favre. Exactly. You know, they they drafted Rodgers, and, and, but they really didn't get any – like Devontae Adams, really good, but didn't really get um, – much help for that offense so uh not not a i don't think it was a great draft in reality for for the green bay packers to be honest with you no they got shit on any of these second third round wide receivers who you kind of like let's look at some of the guys who weren't top seven coming into these drafts guys such as chase claypool kj hamler um, Devin Duverney on the Ravens, the guy I drafted, Brian Edwards in Vegas, even go a little bit deeper, Van Jefferson, Tyler Johnson. You're really just throwing darts at that point, yeah. but everyone's yeah. going to have one guy who they've read something and they, and they like, uh, they like that guy, which guy do you like? So I've been, so the big, uh, sleeper pick that I, I've been reading about is Donovan Peoples Jones. Um, okay, that that's been the the guy that I've been. I mean, we'll see what happens with Baker. Um, you know, getting him as many weapons as they can. I mean, I'm surprised that Baker's been as bad with the number of weapons he has uh, in that Cleveland offense. Um, but I that's that's the one pick that I you know one guy I've seen is like take a, you know a, a flyer on and in a in a late. Um, you know, dynasty draft or, but I really, you know, I'll be honest. I, what I really love is the the Chase Young pick 
at at three at three thirteen. Um, only defensive player drafted in our draft, um, and they're saying he's a game changer. And uh, we'll see. I have the wash. I have the Washington, um, you know, defense. So, uh, Matt, if you want to pick, if you want to have the double team, Chase Young with uh, <laughs> with the Washington defense, I'm open to picks. So uh, let's let's make that happen. So you're trying to trade Redskins defense and Marvin Jones. You're yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I've got a couple. Like, I wouldn't mind. So. I, I'm happy. I'm happy to say that there's a couple of players that I think have gone up, uh, you know, in uh, in value a little bit. Um, I think Marquise Goodwin on my team might have value in Philly, um, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll see, you know we'll see. I think you know let's get to the trades um, from this from this year's draft. And like I said, I, I'm really impressed with. Uh, with the um, the movement in in the draft, and I'm really like a lot of movement, a lot of movement. So let's talk about this first trade, uh, Le'Veon okay. for a first rounder from. Yep. Uh, so Stu picking up Le'Veon and my picking up uh, a first round pick in in the draft. What do you think? Uh, I see what Stu's doing. He's going for it this year. He's had a good team the past couple of years. He's come close, but he hasn't won it, I don't think. So no. I see what he's doing. He did this, and then the other trade we're going to talk about in a minute, the Carson trade. He's pushing his chips all in. I love that. The gambler in me, I respect that. If I look at the trade in a vacuum, personally, I would probably rather have the first rounder. Lev Bell's getting up there. And the Jets the aren't Jets. that sweet. So I probably, especially in a dynasty, would rather have a first rounder, especially when it has potential to be a top three pick, top six pick or whatever. This one coming from Stu does mean that it's probably going to be a late pick. So well, it he, seems it, pretty it, even-ish. It ended, up, it ended up being Denzel Mims, that pick. Was Denzel Mims? Ah, so okay. It was this year's draft. So he got Mims. Yeah, so it was yeah. Mims I was assuming for, that was next year's. No. Okay. It was Mims for Lev Bell. I, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's ex- both, it's hard. Both Jets that's an players. Even trade. Both Jets players. You know. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that all. Whether they go uh, run first or or um, you know if. If uh, you know Mono QB can stay uh, healthy, um, you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, if- I said earlier in the start of this podcast that I'd rather have rugs over Mims, but I like Mims. I actually still have hope in Darnold that he can turn into a pretty good QB, and there's no one around. And the Jets did take him in the second round. Denzel Mims, similar to Michael Pittman, T. Hug. T. Higgins, a couple of these guys, has potential to turn into a wide receiver. One for a young quarterback, Michael Pittman, quarterback not so young, but maybe it's Jacob Eason in a year or two. So they all have potential. Have you looked at Stu's roster? He's pretty deep on New York, man. He's got got Gore. He's got Le'Veon. Oh, I'm thinking Mims. He Mims. drafted Mims as well, but that would have been funny if he ended up with Mims. Just that whole uh, Jets offense, man. 
Yeah, the Jets. We'll see. Like I said, I still have hope Darnold could be good. But at this point, definite question mark. Yeah. Uh, Let's look at the next trade. Okay. The next trade is Teddy Bridgewater. And this year's second rounder for uh, a second rounder, a third rounder, and next year's second from Jackie. Okay, so the second rounder that Jackie ended up getting ended up being Zach Moss, running back Mm -hmm. from Buffalo. And then if we look at what Matt got, it's Nethercut. It's Jordan. No. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Jordan Love. So I guess he flipped that, right? So it's hard to tell exactly what he got. It was the Chase Young pick and something else. Next year, it's next year's second rounder. So, yeah, next year's. So he ended so up I, trading that pick that would have been Jordan Love, right. and it's hard to tell exactly what he got for that. I mean, he needs QB help now. He needs QB help now. Uh, Jackie, Teddy, yeah, Jackie needs QB help right now. Um, you know, Bridgewater, his really his only starter. I mean, Cam's not signed anywhere. Mitch Trubisky's probably going to lose that starting job to Jagrag uh, Nick Foles. And Fitzpatrick is going to teach Tua, and we'll see. I think Tua probably starts this year, you know, at some point during the year. I think they make the Definitely. change. Um, so, I, 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 he needs a starting – he needed a starting quarterback. So, I, I understand the trade, but it's a lot of it's, – it's a lot of picks to give up um, – for I mean I, I would have tanked this year and probably try to go tank for Lawrence, tank for Trevor. Yeah, Jackie has a very strong team. So I definitely see what he's doing right there. This is similar to the other one where it's a team that's in it, that's going for it this year, and it's a team that's in rebuilding. So you can say it's a win win. I do like that Jackie got Zach Moss here. There was kind of a drop off right there. Zach Moss, and then right after him, you have Darrington Evans and Anthony McFarland. Obviously, we know nothing about these guys, but according to rankings and where I had guy, Zach Moss and A.J. Dillon, maybe Antonio Gibson, but I actually have him a little bit lower. Zach Moss was one of the kind of top six, top seven rated running backs, so he did get Mm. a decent guy out of that pick, whereas... Matt's pick ended up being someone not as strong, but he does get the second rounder next year. Again, Jackie's team is strong. Probably be a late one. Yeah, he's, I, I think he's got, you know, he's got a lot, you know, he's got C-Mac, which should be, uh, I mean, C-Mac is going to be a stud for, I think, the next couple of years. Chubb, great player. Um, Jamal Williams, a solid, solid running. I mean, his running back core is really solid. Um, Godwin with in Tampa Bay is going to be, I think he's him in, uh, he's going to do pretty well with Brady. Um, he's got, I was he's trying got, to talk to Jackie about a trade two years ago or something, just talking, nothing really concrete. And I was like, Hey, how about this guy, Chris Godwin? This is before he was actually breaking out and good. And I remember shout out to Jackie. He was like, no. Nah, I drafted him for a reason. I he's, I like his talent. I think he's going to be really good. And he was right. That has hit for him. And sure. 
now that's one of the reasons his team is right there with the top contenders because he's got a top seven wide receiver in Chris Godwin. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's talk about the next trade. It's a stew trade um, for uh, – let's see. Um, Stu got Chris Carson – and the 2022 fourth, he gave up quite a bit, man. He gave up Marlon Mack. He gave up his first rounder next year, a third rounder in 2022, and he gave up a fifth round. Oh, no, the first pick in the fourth round, which ended up being Quintez Safest. No idea if I'm pronouncing that correct. I kind of think. Fourth rounders, you can more or less ignore basically yeah, the I mean, same thing as a free agent pickup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of. I think there's a lot of talent uh, that's already been drafted. I mean, the only the let's see, my who who are the fourth round picks? Uh, flyer wide receivers, tight ends. No, I want to talk um, about my fourth round pick. I don't think he's going to be great or anything, but it's funny because. I traded for it. Uh, it's the last one in here. It's a shit trade. But oh, it's per- I, the Percy Harvin trade. Yeah. I gave right. Belio Percy Harvin so that I could move up like four picks in the fourth round or a couple. And one of the reasons was, I swear to God, I think I've heard you talk about Randy before. Like you're a Randy Moss fan. Oh, yeah. You might have said sure. something. Big, I don't even know if it was serious or in jest. No, big Randy Moss. Thought it, yeah, and I swore that I was worried you were going to take Thaddeus Moss. Oh no, I, I I'm pretty stacked at tight end, so that's not that's not a need for me. But um, yeah. I feel yeah, I feel really good about my tight ends, especially you know Knox, Gasicki, and Ertz. Whether Ertz still survive, like lives, I don't know. He he got pretty fucked up at the end of last season. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I don't think I would have taken Thaddeus Moss. I'm I'm pretty happy with uh, my fourth round, two fourth round picks. Uh, Anthony Gordon has, I mean, he's got no competition for the backup role in in Seattle. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And uh, Raymond Calais, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, Bruce Arians is calling him a human joystick 2.0. So. Um, <laughs> You know, if we get another Dante X Factor Hall and a running back, that'd be sick. Um, but uh, like I said, the I, I you're right. I, I think it's um, it's pretty much a free agent flyer pick. Uh, yeah, four, these fourth rounders. So I do think he gave up quite a lot. This is gonna sound crazy, but Lay it on I me. don't see that much difference between Chris Carson and Marlon Mack. Right now, I know the Colts just took Don- Jonathan Taylor, but they're not going to throw Marlon Mack by the wayside. He's still going to get work this year. And I think Chris Carson, he was really great last year, but I think it just screams career year. He has had some injury problems. I think he's hurt right now, actually. I really, I'd rather have Chris Carson, but I don't think the drop off is that. Big, definitely not enough to give up a first, first. next year. And he's and hurt. The third. He's hurt. He had a, I mean, he had a pretty significant hip injury. 
Yes, uh, his hip is broken. Yeah. I I mean, they have Rashad Penny. They got this guy, DJ Dallas. I don't Dallas. think Rashad Penny plays another down, to be honest with you. I mean, it's possible. He, he fucked up his knee real bad. Um, okay. And they're, like, they're saying I'm – reading, I'm reading this right now. They're saying uh, Rashad Penny um, blew out his ACL. A bunch of other ligaments are pretty wrecked. And then they also drafted DJ Dallas. Um, which I remember in the draft chat was uh, was someone who was cov- or people were looking to try to get DJ Dallas. So um, I like I like that uh, Stu picked up DJ Dallas. I think that makes sense. Oh yeah, um, that does make sense for to get Chris Carson because he's got the backup in DJ Dallas. Um, That's smart. I think you know I don't I'm not a huge fan of of Stu's running back. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Stu's running back uh, core, but his his quarterbacks are solid. He's got Stafford, Wentz, Brady. Uh, I don't know how much longer Brady is going to be able to play. Uh, I mean, he's, what, 43 years old? Um, he's going to be 43 by the start of the season, yeah. I mean, what do you, what is he doing? How, tell me, what is he doing to, to stay healthy? Is he, like, eating babies or, you know, I mean, I, I get, like, he's – He's an Iron Man. It's just ridiculous. Uh, it is ridiculous. But- I do think – I mean, I'm just one of those guys who if something doesn't happen and I know it's coming, I'll double down. And then I'll double down and I'll double down and keep doubling my bet. And in this regard, Tom Brady is going to die at some point. So I just keep saying, yep, this is the year, and I'll just keep fading them. Keep fading them, and it'll happen. And I think it'll happen soon, and it could happen this year. So I we'll think. See. I think. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, we'll see. But I was gonna say, the Bucks will be like the number one ticket in the NFL this year. They got a bunch of prime time games, and I'll definitely be watching. It's a great story. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy, or I'm excited for Mike Evans. Uh, Get you know, I think they're going to have one of the best. Uh, you know, with Godwin and Evans, I think that's one of the best uh, wide receiver cores, uh, probably next to the Cowboys. Um, but Jesus, I'm looking at Stu's roster right now. Th- listen to this wide receiver core: Amari, Julio, D Hop, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Like, that's a pretty. St- I mean, that's a your fourth receiver is Emmanuel Sanders on New Orleans. That's a pretty. Uh, it's a pretty ridiculous lineup. He's going to be able to wheel yeah. out at the wide receiver spot. Um, His team is stacked. All right, you want to quickly look at this super flex draft that Jackie, sure. Matt, and I were in? Yeah, for sure, man. All right, so I traded for the number one pick. I took Burrow. Tua went two. And then it was pretty much just like our draft, except the order was flip-flopped. It went three through seven, CEH, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers. Then the two wide receivers went. So I thought it was pretty interesting. I did another Superflex draft. And if you include Justin Herbert, there's like a clear cut, in my opinion, top nine, because I'm not a Cam Akers fan. But if you are, then there's a clear-cut top ten. It's the three quarterbacks, the four or five running backs, and the two wide receivers. But it was just interesting to see 
whether it's super flex or it's not super flex, running backs are going early. That was an yeah. interesting thing to me. I think it's, you know, it's really interesting the difference between real, you know, uh, tr- you know, football and fantasy football, like running backs and real football. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend a first round pick on a, on a running back. I mean, look at what, no, what never. look at what, <laughs> look at what uh, San Francisco did. They won a Super Bowl, or they got to a Super Bowl with um, Raheem Mostert, you know, journeyman from Cleveland. Um, yeah. It, I, running backs are a dime a dozen um, in in real NFL, but in fantasy, they're like a number one pick, you know? Yeah. So I think that's interesting. Uh, there was an interesting trade that Jackie did. Jackie gets shit on for not making trades, but he actually did two of them. The main one that he did, which I can look at, uh, let me bring it up right here, but he had the number seven pick, and I was actually trying to trade him, trade him, trade him before the draft. I was messaging him nonstop because I wanted to get Dobbins. I was for sure that either CD or Judy would go top six, top seven. And so I could get Dobbins or worst case scenario, Swift. Funnily enough, both of them were gone by pick number six. So if I would have traded, I would have been stuck with my dick in the sand and I would have had to take CD Lamb or Jerry Judy because I'm not an Akers fan. But what he did, he traded back from the seven spot. No, sorry. He traded... The first rounder, which I'm not even sure which one it was. Okay, here it is. He traded the first rounder that ended up being Cam Akers, and he got Will Fuller and a second-round pick, which ended up being Michael Pittman Jr. I talked about Michael Pittman Jr. So he basically gave up – ah, sorry – it was the number nine pick, Jerry Judy. So he gave up Jerry Judy and Michael Pittman for Will Fuller. Sorry, last take. He could have had Jerry Judy. Instead, mm-hmm. he took Pittman and Fuller. Which side would you rather have? Judy. Me too. And he got shit on... Because a couple people were making fun of Will Fuller that he shouldn't give that. I told him, I like Michael Pittman Jr. I think he's going to be a good player. He has a chance to be like a big, strong, number one wide receiver for the Colts, especially because T.Y. Hilton's getting a little bit older. But you gave up the chance to have Lamb or Judy, whichever one you like. The ceiling is so high that I would have rather had that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And then, so we we both think he didn't make the best trade, but he did. I'm not going to say fleece me, but I was freaking out because I had a top 16. And in our league and another league, I had gotten, uh, what's his name? Keyshawn Vaughn, the running back okay. for the Bucks, And I just knew he was probably going to be around right then. And... I didn't want to get stuck with Keyshawn Vaughn again. So I gave him a third for fourth round swap 
two years from now. I made sure that it wasn't 2021. I made it 2022. And just to trade up one spot from the 16th pick to the 15th pick, I gave that up. And then Keyshawn Vaughn goes like pick number 12, and I would have been absolutely fine where I was at. So he kind of got me there. And it was funny because I traded up from 16 to 15 with Jackie. I took Jordan Love at 15. It's a super flex. I actually liked that pick a lot. I would have been actually fine with what he got at 16, Michael Pittman. And then later on in the draft, I was messaging him. I was like, hey, what do you think about Jordan Love? I was trying to trade him. Love for Pittman and just get my swap back. And he told me to go fuck myself. It was a That's fun time. That's great, man. Well, hey, man, I got to run. I got to get ready for uh, ready for the day. So good 52 minutes. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing this again soon. Yeah, it was solid. Good talking to you, man. I don't good know when the next well, pod man. will be. We got a long ways to wait for this season. Yep. But hopefully it'll get here. Yeah, agreed. All right, man. Be in touch. All right. Adios. Peace. Peace. Bye.